This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Daddy's Home. Exclusive video. Prince Harry on the plane as he reunites with Meghan and baby Archie to start their new lives. Then... I cannot be silenced. What Oprah Winfrey just said about pulling out of an explosive documentary. It's ridiculous to think that I could be intimidated. Mr. President, would you try and lock down both... President Trump versus Greta rematch. What did you think of President Trump's speech? Plus... The father who strangled a coyote with his bare hands to save his family. Was there any warning at all? Then... My daughter, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's heartbreak. Her mother's new medical crisis. She has a brain tumor. And her father's life savings seized at the airport. Put it into a Ziploc bag and walked away with my dad's $82,000. Plus, the controversial new movie about the Chris Watts murder case. Tell us what happened. <sighs> Why the slain wife's family is outraged. And what a stretch. After the touch scene round the world, Jennifer Aniston's secret for a wrinkle-free gown. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Prince Harry has arrived in Canada. He's back with his wife and son on the first day of what will be his new life away from the royal family. We've got more on that, as well as some exclusive video from inside the plane during Harry's trip. Reunited, and it feels so good. A grinning Prince Harry rejoined Meghan and baby Archie in Canada last night to start their new lives outside the royal family. Harry left Heathrow Airport in London aboard a British Airways jet at 5.40 p.m. local time and flew nearly 10 hours to Vancouver. Then he boarded a puddle jumper for a short 25-minute flight to Vancouver Island, the last leg of his journey. This exclusive video of Harry on board was taken by another passenger. Burly royal bodyguards tried to shield the prince from view. He was tired and agitated after all those hours in the air, one passenger was quoted as saying. But as he saw the car, his mood instantly changed. It looked like Meghan was in the back waiting for him. Whoever it was, he was very pleased to see them. New turmoil broke out today with the publication of those photos of Meghan and Archie on a morning walk with the couple's dogs. They were taken on a popular hiking trail by a photographer who appears to be hiding in the bushes. Meghan and Harry's lawyers are now threatening legal action against the photographers staking out their $14 million waterfront mansion that has become their temporary home. There are serious safety concerns about how the paparazzi are driving and the risk to life they pose, an echo of the death of Princess Diana in 1997. To him, the gloves really are off now, and he's not going to tolerate his family's safety being put in jeopardy. 
and Megan is taking heat on social media over the lopsided way she is holding baby Archie while walking her two dogs. Someone show Megan how a baby carrier is used correctly before poor little Archie drops out, one mom posted. This video released by the manufacturer shows the correct way to use the $179 baby carrier. Tighten the shoulder straps evenly on both sides so baby is centered and you feel comfortable. This may not be a permanent arrangement. The palace says it'll be revisiting this arrangement with Harry and Meghan in one year and will reassess the situation. An historic day in Washington as the U.S. Senate formally begins impeachment proceedings against the President of the United States. Our Stephen Fabian is on Capitol Hill with the latest. Under the impeachment so rules, it begins. The U.S. Senate is about to take on an historic and perhaps grueling task. The impeachment trial got underway in the Senate today under strict rules. All 100 senators are forbidden from taking cell phones or iPads into the chamber. They have installed little cubbies right outside uh, so the senators will put them in there. The only drinks permitted on the floor, water and milk. Reporters are also being strictly curtailed. The regulations for camera crews and journalists are extra tight here in the Capitol building. Basically, we've been penned into two small areas, one right here behind me, the other right around the corner there where members of Congress can stop by and do some short interviews. But other than that, the hallways here are completely on lockdown. The trial, presided over by Chief Justice John Roberts, dressed in his black robe, will pit seven House Democrats against the president's legal team, a who's who of Fox News regulars, including Ken Starr, Alan Dershowitz, and Pam Bondi. Bring it on because we're ready to go. As the trial began, the president was 4,000 miles away in wintry Davos, Switzerland, for the World Economic Forum. He's taking no chances on the slippery snow. He's wearing snow grips over his shoes. They're made of hard plastic and silicone. You just pull them over your shoes like this, and then you can walk on ice without fear of slipping. The president came face to face once again with his teenage nemesis climate change activist Greta Thunberg. We must reject the perennial prophets of doom and their predictions of the apocalypse. They are the heirs of yesterday's foolish fortune tellers. Accompanying Trump was his daughter Ivanka. CNN's Jim Acosta caught up with her, but she didn't want to talk. comment on your father's impeachment trial. What are your thoughts? New CNN poll shows 51% of Americans believe President Trump should be removed from office. It's been a tough few years for Taylor Swift's mother. She's been battling breast cancer since 2015, and the superstar singer has just revealed that her mother is now battling a brain tumor. Taylor Swift is opening up about a medical crisis her family is facing. Her beloved mother has been diagnosed with a brain tumor. Taylor's mom, Andrea, has been battling breast cancer since 2015, but the cancer recently returned with a vengeance. Taylor shared the news with the showbiz magazine Variety. They found a brain tumor, and the symptoms of what a person goes through when they have a brain tumor is nothing like what we've ever been through with her cancer before. It's just been a really hard time for us as a family. Andrea Swift was overcome with emotion when her pop star daughter was awarded Artist of the Decade last month at the American Music Awards. Oh, my parents are here tonight. Um... Taylor recently choked up talking about her mom's health on CBS Sunday morning. It's just not something that um, 
we deal with until we until we have to, until we see it, until we experience it, until someone close to us is going through something like that. And so writing about it was really emotional, and I'm just going to stop talking about it now. I understand. Taylor says her mom's prognosis is uncertain, telling Variety, we don't know what is going to happen. We don't know what treatment we're going to choose. And because of her mom's medical situation, Taylor says she has kept her tour schedule to a minimum. It was daddy to the rescue for a family on a hike. As Les Trout explains, the dad rescued a coyote with his bare hands after the animal attacked his young son. This hero dad killed a coyote with his bare hands to save his family. The drama happened when Ian O'Reilly, his wife Allison, and their three children were hiking on a snowy trail in New Hampshire. A coyote seized the hood of their two-year-old son's snowsuit and pulled him to the ground. Was there any warning at all, Allison? Did you guys hear anything? No, no, no we didn't hear anything. No. That was the kind of scary part is that it definitely had, we figured out later, had been following us for a while. Allison snatched the boy to safety, but the coyote, which was rabid, wasn't done. It just kept attacking and lunging. So then I had to straddle it um, and put my legs around it, and then I put him to a scissor lock by crossing my feet and then just squeezed as hard as I could. Ian won the struggle, suffocating the wild beast. He was left with bites on his chest and his arm. He's getting rabies shots. And on the other side of the country, another wild animal attack and another hero dad. Here's Jim Murray. A family was on this hiking trail in Orange County, California, when a mountain lion seized a three-year-old boy by the neck and started dragging him off. So what did the desperate dad do? He threw a backpack at the mountain lion. And guess what? It actually worked. The beast let go of the boy and climbed up a tree, taking the backpack with him. Dad called 911. There was a mountain lion attack. My three-year-old child, it like knocked him over and got him by the neck. I mean, he's okay, but it got a pretty good cut on his neck. Landon Wright was there and took this photo. I came up to a woman who was carrying a boy and she was pretty frantic um, carrying him. And she actually, as she was passing by, said, hey, be careful, there's a mountain lion up in a tree. It just attacked my child. A double dose of heroics by two dads trying to protect their families. That mountain lion was later shot and killed by authorities. Oprah Winfrey says no one pressures her and that her withdrawal from an upcoming documentary on music mogul Russell Simmons' alleged sexual misconduct had nothing to do with his displeasure with the project. Oprah Winfrey wants to make one thing very clear. She cannot be intimidated by anyone. Oprah, it struck me as odd that someone would accuse you of not standing up for women and black women in particular. I know. It's ridiculous. To me, that is ridiculous and also ridiculous to think that I could be intimidated by Russell Simmons. Oprah is coming under fire after pulling out as executive producer of a controversial documentary on music mogul Russell Simmons. All these women claim Simmons sexually assaulted them in the 1990s. Last week, they told their stories to CBS This Morning. He tackled me to his bed while I screamed and fought and said no and cried. That's rape. He'll say, yes, we had a sexual relationship, but he cannot address the fact that I was too drunk to consent. Simmons denies the accusations. Oprah was executive producing the documentary, but has now taken her name off of it. Some say she buckled under pressure from Simmons. It is so troubling that you chose me to single out in your recent documentary. You should have learned what I know. 
that these stories are unusable, he wrote on Instagram. Oprah says she had issues with the film long before Simmons made his complaint. It was a hard decision because I knew that Russell Simmons had started publicly pressuring me and that me pulling out of the documentary was going to look like I was being pressured. Oprah says she still supports the women featured in the documentary. I have lived Me Too since I was nine years old and was raped at nine, sexually assaulted from nine to 14, and then raped again at 14. And nothing is harder than standing up for yourself when you're 14 and not being believed. Some people have perceived this as a victory for Russell. And and Russell. This is not a victory for Russell. And I unequivocally say that I did not pull out because of Russell. This is not a victory lap for him. I cannot be silenced uh, by a Russell Simmons after all I've been through. The documentary is premiering this weekend at the Sundance Film Festival. Now the father, who's been charged with assault thanks to his reaction while his son was competing in a high school wrestling match, is just the latest example of a spectator parent getting a little too close to the game. It was a move that stunned everyone at a high school wrestling match. A student is slammed headfirst into the mat. Then this happens. Out of the stands, the father of that kid who just got driven into the mat comes charging and takes the wrestler down. Look at it again. It's shocking and potentially dangerous. A wild scene follows. 54-year-old Barry Lee Jones was arrested and charged with assault and disorderly conduct. Fortunately, his son was not injured when he was driven into the mat. He lifts him and returns him unsafely with force to the mat. By rule, that is illegal. That's known as a slam. The high school apologized. We are in shock, horror, and disbelief by the inconceivable action of one parent on a wrestler. We don't understand it, nor would we ever condone it. The incident in North Carolina is the latest involving hot-headed parents who lose it at school wrestling matches. Last month, Kelly Ripa's husband, actor Mark Consuelos, came charging out of the stands after his son, 16-year-old Joaquin, got slapped around and had his headgear ripped off by his opponent. Consuelos had to be held back. Hey, be cool. It's a high school wrestling match. Kelly Ripa was also attending the match, but she kept her cool, unlike this dad who's in a heap of trouble. The student who was taken out by the dad was not injured. It's a new Lifetime movie about the brutal murders of expectant mom Shanann Watts and her two little girls by her husband. But the movie's being denounced by the victim's loved ones. They say it is untrue and hurtful. A new movie depicting killer Chris Watts and the gruesome murders of his pregnant wife and two daughters is causing quite the controversy. A just-released trailer for Lifetime's Chris Watts' Confessions of a Killer shows the actor portraying Watts, kissing his wife Shanann, playing with his children Bella and Cece, and being questioned by police. Now Shanann's family is denouncing the film. Steve Lambert is their lawyer. It's a false narrative that does not accurately depict who Shanann was in life, who Bella was in life, who Cece was in life. Look at the cast of the film side by side with the real family. It's hard to tell them apart. The murder shocked the nation in 2018. Watts admitted to strangling Shanann and burying her body in a shallow grave. 
and smothering his daughters, then dumping their bodies in oil tanks. My daddy is a hero. He helps me grow up strong. It turned out that Watts was leading a double life, having an affair with a female co-worker. Shanann's family says what they've seen of the movie is disturbing and they were never contacted by producers. This is their tragedy and their story and it's being taken away from them. So when people go out and make things without their input and do not get the facts straight from essentially the horse's mouth, it does pain them, it does hurt them. The movie debuts on Lifetime this coming Saturday. Next, her father's life savings seized at the airport. Put it into a Ziploc bag and walked away with my dad's $82,000. And what a stretch. After the touch scene round the world, Jennifer Aniston's secret for a wrinkle-free gown. Plus, are you Harry Styles? Is that Harry Styles serving coffee at Starbucks? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This woman is devastated after her father's life savings were seized at the airport. Megan Alexander explains what happened. 54-year-old Rebecca Brown says her father's life savings once filled this purse until it was seized at the airport by law enforcement. So it's sitting on the top like this, and I just sent it right through the... TSA screening belt. The $82,000 in cash represented her father's entire life savings. Rebecca Brown says her dad asked her to deposit the cash in a bank for safekeeping. She says she was flying home after the family visit when TSA agents pulled her aside at the airport in Pittsburgh and questioned her on why she was carrying such a large sum of cash. She explained it was her dad's life savings. But then a DEA agent got involved, and that was the last she saw of the cash. He said, I'm taking we're seizing the money. He put it into a Ziploc bag, said, sign here. And he said, you'll hear from us and walked away with my dad's $82,000. I kept saying to him, please don't do this. This is my dad's life savings. Please don't do this. Now, Rebecca and her dad, a retired train engineer, are suing to have the money returned to them. It's just unbelievable this could happen to hardworking American citizens. And technically, there is no legal limit on how much money you can carry domestically on a plane. When we come back, what Jennifer Aniston had to do to keep that white satin gown wrinkle-free. In the wake of Jennifer Aniston appearing friendly with her ex Brad Pitt at the SAG Awards, we've learned just how hard it was to be red carpet ready. What a stretch. Jennifer Aniston has to lay down flat in her car to keep her figure-hugging SAG Awards dress wrinkle-free. No wrinkles, harder than it looks, Jen just posted on Instagram. This is so unbelievable. After her big win at the SAG Awards, Jen also posted a snapshot of her dress flung over her luxurious marble bathtub. Fans hoping for a Jen and Brad Pitt reunion went wild. Hope Brad took that dress off, goes one cheeky comment. The rumor mill is in overdrive after video captured this hand-holding moment backstage between the two exes. Joaquin Phoenix. We're also learning how actor Joaquin Phoenix ended his night after his SAG victory as best actor. Still dressed in his tuxedo, the Joker star went straight to, of all things, a meat processing plant in L.A., where he offered water to pigs that were headed to slaughter. I think we have a moral obligation to talk about it and to expose it to what it really is. When we come back, doing a double take at Starbucks. And finally today, what is he doing here? 
Is that Harry Styles working as a Starbucks barista? Are you Harry Styles? You look like Harry Styles. The guy at the window sure looks like the former One Direction singer. But we've learned the guy really is a real Starbucks employee named Sean Budzinski who lives in Illinois. He just happens to be a dead ringer for the pop star. Are you Harry Styles? At first I was a little bit upset because uh, I just, you know, it's my job. I just want to do my job. But now I think it's kind of hilarious. We agree. It's kind of hilarious. That's Inside Edition. See you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.